Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, everyone. This is Autumn Outlaw with an original Outlaw podcast. I'm lucky enough to live in Waco, Texas, and Waco is known for beautiful silos and also beautiful home decor because of Joanna Gaines. My next guest, Amy Williams, who also grew up in the same hometown as me, we've known each other since we were six years old, is known for lots of beautiful decor of her own. She has quite the name for herself uh, with her cute little blog, Cuter Tutor. She's on Facebook and Instagram, and she shows people updates of her beautiful little adorable Tudor style home. She's even been featured on Kirkland's blog, and she has styled the Findery, which is a great little shop here in Waco, just across the street from Magnolia Press. I want to welcome Amy to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So I want to find out about, of course, you and your family. Tell me a little bit about y'all. So I am married to my husband, Preston. We have uh, two kids. They're older. So I'm kind of in that, you know, mom of teenager um, phase. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, I'm a Baylor grad. So I went to Baylor and that's how I actually moved to Waco um, in 2000 to attend Baylor. So I have my art degree from there. For a while, I was in education. So I was an art teacher, um, became an assistant principal fairly quickly. And I was just working long hours and missing a lot of things that my kids were doing. So then I began to stay home about two. 2015. And that's when I started um, blogging and getting into the home decor. Well, you do a really great job. It's been such a pleasure following along the, your journey. You started off initially just kind of, you know, showing pictures of your cute house. Y'all purchased that a couple of years ago. What year was that when y'all purchased it? 2015. 15. So mm-hmm. you started doing little projects here and there, and then it's just grown so much. I mean, I, I follow on Instagram, and I'm just amazed at the following you have. It's been really, really fun to see. So how did you really get started with that? Was it with your, your home you're in now? Mm-hmm. So after I started staying home, I wanted like a creative outlet. And originally I thought Instagram was a photo app. Like I didn't even know it was social media at the time. And then there's this whole niche within Instagram. And no matter if you're doing like home decor or, you know, moms or like cooking, whatever you're, you're interested in, you can find like information and photos and ideas you can on, find your on Instagram. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we would share based on different hashtags. So there may be like a hashtag like Monday makeover or, you know, show me your, your mantle or Tuesday tablescapes. And it's, through those hashtags once you share a photo and you use those hashtags that people can find you and there would be kind of little like weekly contests to see who had you know the best photo or best home decor best idea and those would be reposted um, by some of the larger home decor accounts or bloggers if you also tag different companies and home decor stores they would repost your content as well so it was a good way to be featured and a good way to grow your following as well
well. Yeah, well, you really found your way in. It seems like a simple way to do that, but you really quickly, you know, latched on and, and were able to get your information out there and people could see your account and see your beautiful house. And so what influences your style? You have a really, really cool style. It has a little bit of like Magnolia flair, but it's it's still unique. What really influences it? Well, I currently am drawn to the like modern coastal cottage. So I'm using like a lot of the blues and greens and neutrals, of course. I've really been wanting to simplify. So that's why I'm kind of liking the modern um, right now. I always love using like antiques and vintage. It just gives it so much like character and, and charm. And I think every house needs to have some kind of like antique. I'm also like influenced by like a little bit of the French country. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where some of the farmhouse comes in. I like the cottage style. So what's been the most fun project you've worked on so far? This was a fun project because I got to work for um, one of my daughter's friends. And the first thing that I did was ask her what she was interested in, which is some of like the farmhouse, which is actually kind of odd for a younger mm -hmm. girl. Yeah. And then really ask her what she used her room for, because some girls like to do their hair and makeup and some like to, you know, need a space to study and have friends over. So she had a fairly large room. So the first thing I did is kind of define how she would use that space. So we came up with like rest and relaxation, like the bed um, and then an area to do homework, an area to get dressed. And then we went shopping and it was fun because I actually got to bring my daughter along with me um, and she was able to give me some feedback, you know, that she knew her friend would like. So one of my decorator friends and I came in one afternoon after everything had been ordered, the products, we had new bedding and wallpaper come in and we did this peel and stick wallpaper oh, on fun. the wall. Yeah, um, and then we just like designed all the spaces as well. So it was really a neat transformation. And then it was exciting to like get that positive feedback from like my daughter and her friends as well. Well, it's fun to have your daughter involved. That way she can kind of see what the process looks like and, and almost like bring your daughter to work. I mean, she gets to see all the things that you put into it. Um, and I think it's so smart that you look at the space and kind of define how it's used. Because I think sometimes people go, well, it's a bedroom, you sleep in it. But to think, oh, hey, you know, if someone like my daughter loves, my middle daughter, she's eight, loves doing her makeup and hair. I mean, doesn't wear it to school, but she just loves mm -hmm. the big vanity mirror in there. And so kind of thinking about that as you're planning, because you want them to be able to enjoy the space and kind of grow into it too. So that's a really neat way to do that. And I'm sure that your daughter's friend loved it also. I want to talk a little bit about girls weekends and, and some retreats that you have done here in Waco. You post about this often and I'm always a little jealous. I, I want to be invited sometime. So <laughs> you're doing some really cool things and bringing women into Waco for girls weekends and kind of like retreats. Tell me about, about this and how people are finding out and what you're doing when they're here. So I've had friends come from all over the U.S., even from Canada, uh, wow. come to Waco for girls trip. So it's just a great way to get together. I think as women, we love camaraderie, especially when we work from home. And that's what a lot of us as bloggers and influencers do. So to be able to have that connection with other women that share a passion and a love for Waco and, you know, Joanna Gaines and home decor. It's great. And we just get together and we have the best time. Sometimes it's about learning and new information and sharing our tips, but sometimes it's just about hanging out and, you know, sharing what it's like to, you know, be a wife and mom and, and decorator as well. Sometimes there are retreats in Waco that are open to anyone and they can come and it's more of like a learning experience. So we will teach some classes over social media and blogging and then also just take the tour of Waco because everybody wants to see Waco. We will often reach out to local businesses, whether it's restaurants or Airbnbs or boutiques. And it's a great collaboration because like we as like the influencers get to, you know, show our followers like a different part of Waco or new places to 
shop and eat and do things. So what are some of the things you've seen that maybe are kind of behind the scenes in Waco? Like there certain bed and breakfasts that you've been to that uh, people may not be familiar with or a certain like shop or restaurant that maybe people aren't as familiar with that you've really enjoyed going to and the groups that come love? Okay, so there are a lot of Airbnbs and I really like staying in Airbnbs because I think you get like a more authentic feel. A lot of the times Airbnbs, no matter where you go, not just in Waco, they'll be kind of look similar to the area. So it's really like if you travel to the mountains, you want to stay in a cabin or Mm -hmm. if you go to the beach, you want to stay in a beach house. Well, in Waco, a lot of the houses replicate that fixer upper style. Mm -hmm. Some of those that I love are the Morrow house. And it was like one of those that was on fixer upper, but didn't get chosen. But then they, you know, went ahead and remodeled the entire house. And it has like the hardwood floors Mm -hmm. and the white shiplap. And it's just a really neat place. I think there's like over 350, maybe 400 Airbnbs right now in Waco. It's like, it's crazy. But there's so many different unique places. I also like the Urban Myrtle. Um, My friend Leslie at my 100 year old home also has an Airbnb that she designed all the way from California. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. um, And it, has that similar like fixer-upper style. Yeah, well, Waco certainly is a, de- a destination location. People want to, to be here. And it's so great that people are embracing that and, and, you know, really making sure that the look and feel of the Airbnbs and the shops all kind of, you know, convey that fixer-upper. It's, it's such a fun thing for us to have here in Waco. So you mentioned kind of what your style is. What are some of the trends that you've seen recently in, in home decor, things that you're kind of starting to, to include in with your style? So some of the home decor trends that I see right now are a a lot of like natural materials like rattan, wicker, details with cane. They just add a lot of texture and warmth um, and then also high contrast. So in the past, it was like all neutrals, kind of when the Joanna Gaines styles first started in Farmhouse. But now it's like more contrast. So if you have a white kitchen, you know, don't get rid of it. Just maybe paint the kitchen island a strong pop of color. Um, another trend that I see and I actually love is wallpaper. And they make the most amazing peel and stick wallpaper right now. It's easy to put up and you can start in a small space like a laundry room or a kid's space, a bathroom, entryway. Those are great places um, to add wallpaper because there's so many pretty colors. Large print florals are popular right now. Another trend I love is navy blue. So Mm -hmm. navy blue was the Pantone color of the year. It's just a nice calming. It's also sophisticated. So it's a great color. It's my favorite color. I've been using it for years. And then greens are popular and I think it's because they work so well with neutrals already. Mm -hmm. I can see that. You mentioned the wallpaper paper of gosh probably like seven years ago I wallpapered my bathroom with like the paste wallpaper Mm -hmm. and it took about four times longer than I expected and I love it still but I'm ready for a change and the thought of of going over that kind of makes me uh, kind of panic a little bit but the the peel and stick is a great option because if I had done that with what I have now I could pull it down and it'd give me some flexibility and and being able to change that easier so I'm glad that you mentioned that I'm going to start looking into some new peel and stick wallpaper for my my bathroom space make it a little easier to update so someone who um, is willing to refresh their home right now, do you have any advice on just kind of quick, easy ways to do that? I mean, sometimes doing a home makeover or an update can be pretty daunting, but do you have any kind of quick ideas for kind of updating? Well, just to quickly update a space, I think small things like a throw blanket on um, pillows can easily update a space just for the season or, you know, just to add a different pattern or color. When you are trying to refresh your home, I like to say to really get a cohesive feel, you need to think about the overall plan of your home. So what I like to do is to create a Pinterest board. You could even get magazines and cut out and use that as inspiration. And then once you have a feel for your home, then I would start working room by room to kind of knock out those projects. 
projects. I love that idea. That way, if, you know, if you're tagging things on Pinterest, you can kind of catch a theme of what you like. Sometimes people are like, I don't know my style. I don't know what mm-hmm. I like. But that really helps narrow it down. If you pin four or five things that look the same, like, oh, well, there's my style. There's the thing I, I need to have in my, my space. That's, that's a good way to do that. So you travel quite a bit and do some restaging and redecorating for houses. Tell me about the places that you've gone to do that around. I mean, outside of Waco, even you've traveled quite a bit. So there are a lot of uh, blogger conferences, and it's a great way to meet brands that you can collaborate with. Also to meet the people that you've met and talked to on Instagram. A lot of the conferences I go to, um, they're teaching you know ways to grow a blog or grow a following on social media, some technical classes. Yeah, so between conferences for blogging and I sometimes travel with one of my other decorator friends and we've done like pop-up shops all the way in Virginia. It's just a great way to meet people that are, you know, passionate about the same thing, home decor. (laughs) And so we travel quite a bit. What do people say about Waco now? People are so excited to hear that I'm from Waco, and it's really fun to get that positive feedback. Mm-hmm. One of the questions I always ask is like, do I know Joanna? Like, <laughs> Our kids actually went to preschool together at St. Paul's, okay. and she lives like five minutes down the road from me. So we are fairly close, but I have not met Joanna, and that's, of course, what everybody wants to know. Right. <laughs> people ask me that, too. I mean, I have no uh, kind of tie into decorating, but people still want to know, do you know them? And so that's, that's neat. I'm sure that she'll see all the great things you're doing at some point, and hopefully want to reach out because you really are very, very talented. So let everybody know how they can find out more about what you're doing. The following on Instagram is incredible. Tell us what your handle on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is cutertutor and my blog is cutertutor.com as well. And you're also on Facebook too. I follow along there. You do some staging and things locally in, in different places. Kind of what does it look like if someone wants you to come in and help them maybe redecorate or, or have some of your creative input? So I've done a little bit of everything. And that's what I love about my job in from working from home is I really do get to choose what I do each day when I wake up. And sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do. So I do a little bit of everything from staging at a home decor store, the findry, to working with clients. And so I do a lot of decorating for clients during the holidays. That's a big mm-hmm. one for me, putting up Christmas trees, decorating for Christmas. I'm doing tablescapes. Um, another thing that I do is some consultation, and I've done that for a few salons. She designed the Spraytopia salon. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It looked beautiful. I love it. Thank you. And it's really fun to work with different styles. So that project was really kind of industrial chic. So we went with like a lot of black and white, kind of modern touches. So it's fun to design spaces for other people that may have a different style as well. So I also do some home staging. I've done some of the Parade of Homes houses and it's always fun to just come in and decorate the space and make it feel, you know, make a house feel like home and inviting. We certainly do a good job and I encourage everyone out there to go and and see what Amy's doing. Check her out on some of her blogs and also Instagram. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. I want to talk to Amy about her daughter who's in cheer and she uh, shares a lot about the journey they've been on through cheer. So stick around. We'll be right back.
All right, welcome back. We're here again with Amy, and she talked to us about all her decorating tips and ideas, all the fun things that she's doing with Cuter Tutor and her blogging. But now we're going to shift gears and talk a little bit about cheer. Amy is a cheer mom, um, and now with the Netflix series Cheer being such a hit, there's definitely a lot of buzz around the sport of cheerleading. And so, Amy, your daughter's been doing cheer for quite a while. Did you ever think that you'd become a cheer mom? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Honestly, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) And so how long has your daughter been involved in cheer? This will be her fifth year in competitive cheer. And y'all travel all over the place. I mean, you were just in, I think, San Antonio like last week. And um, y'all go lots of places. How many cheer competitions is she involved in throughout the year? Usually throughout the season, there's about six to eight competitions. And usually we travel as far as Galveston up to Dallas. But then at the end of the year, there's the summit. And you have to get a bid to qualify to attend. But this is in Florida, so... So this will be our third year that we will be attending Disney and going to the Summit competition. That's so fun. The last podcast that we uh, I had Tammy on talked about Disney. And so I'm I'm ready for Disney. I may tag along and go with you all. It sounds like a, a lot of fun. I love cheer. I did cheer in high school. Nowhere close to the level of what your daughter does. And so how old is your daughter? What's the age group that she's in right now? My daughter is 14. And there's three levels like youth, junior, and senior. So she is in the junior age group. Great. And so how did y'all get involved in cheer? Kind of how, Where did this start from? So. So my mother-in-law actually um, knew one of the owners locally of a gym, and she just wanted Callie to try it. So I had took Callie for a class. And the first time she just, she came out crying. Like she Aww. said, the coach was like yelling at me. She didn't know what to do. Aww. And she was really nervous, like a shy kid, you know? And I was like, okay, you don't have to do it. And then it was a couple of weeks later, she came up to me and she said, mom, I think I want to try cheer again. And I was like, are you sure? And she said, yes. So we started um, going to some tumbling classes. When the next season opened, um, we signed her up for the competitive cheer team. And I really like the cheer because it gives her like the confidence and it really has allowed her to blossom, grow her confidence, and also, of course, you know, just the physical requirements that go into the sport. Well, it's like it's a family thing, too. Like you and your husband go, and it's definitely a lot of involvement from family families who are involved with the cheer teams. So it looks like mm-hmm. a lot of fun just to be there and support them through it all. And so I love the costumes or the outfits. And they're, you know, all jeweled and the big hair. I mean, I'm, we're both Texas girls at hearts for sure, but I just love that. So what all goes into the big hair when y'all get her all dressed up? <laughs> So yeah, the hair is its own thing. So usually each season, the coach will decide on what hairstyle they'll have. Sometimes it could be braided in the front, it could have curls in it. But last year, my daughter wanted the big hair, the big cheer hair. And it's actually called a power pony. So it's this detachable hair piece. Um, I mean, it's like four inches in height on the hair. So of course, you know, there's a lot of teasing and a lot of hairspray and this hair piece has to be sewn in. So we actually use embroidery thread and a needle to sew it into a bun that's on the top of her head. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea. So how much time do y'all spend practicing and what's the commitment level like? So a typical competitive cheer team will require two practices a week 
that are about two hours in length. Right now, my daughter is a double teamer. She's on two teams. And then she just got picked up by a level one team that is returning to Summit. Um, And they just competed and are the third time NCA national champions. They were trying to get that three-peat at um, NCA, which is the biggest cheer competition. Um, It's in Dallas. There's 25,000 athletes. Oh my gosh, wow. It's It's a big event. So since my daughter is a double teamer, she will practice four to six hours on Sunday and then two more times during the week. And then sometimes we even tumble, so we will drive to the gym. One of the things that makes it easier is that I am in a carpool. We are traveling from Waco to Belton. There's probably 20 to 30 different families that are traveling to the gym from Waco as well. So we have this awesome carpool. We take turns driving. Well, it's a well-oiled machine. I mean, y'all really make it work. So that's that's so great. It's fun following along and seeing. And so I mentioned the Netflix series Cheer. And so you've watched, you've watched that, of right? Course. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do you think your daughter will ever compete at the collegiate level like that? Is that the, the plan for her cheer? So my daughter and I both love that Netflix show. Monica's like an amazing coach. And of course, she's followed some of those characters on social media. They're mm-hmm. called cheerlebrities um, for years. Oh, fun. <laughs> so I think watching the show, it actually reinvigorated her love for cheer. And because it was such a positive experience to see how people, you know, appreciate and respect like the, the sport itself now. Mm-hmm. I do think my daughter has aspirations of cheering in college. And it also has just motivated her to do better in school because now she has like that drive that I need to go to college. And like, so it's been a positive experience. That's awesome. And you mentioned Monica. Um, she's such an inspiration to follow along, but I just love Jerry. I just want to go give him a hug. I just love all those cheerleaders there at Navarro. It's been, it's been fun that they're within our backyard. I mean, they're an hour or less away from Waco. Mm-hmm. So that's neat. I'm glad that your daughter has kind of watched that and it's inspired her. I think that it's great to look at the sport a different way because for so many years, even like I mentioned when I was in high school, I cheered, mm-hmm. but it was never ever a sport. It was just something that you know that we did so that's great um well i want to thank you so much for being on today on the podcast it was so much fun getting to hear more about cuter tutor and all the things you're doing i said it's really been a pleasure to watch you from afar and see all the cool things you're doing and bring a bright light onto waco and bring people here and um, be sure that you follow along if you're on instagram you can catch her at cuter tutor you also can catch her on her blog cutertutor.com and you can reach out if you have any questions for her so thank you so much for being on amy thank you yeah so check out rogue media network for other great podcasts. You can find out more at originaloutlaw.com or find me on Facebook and we will see you next time. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.